Let's be real, I'm unqualified at best, but I'm taking this year to challenge my fears and seek out authenticity through conversation and hopefully some daring vulnerability. The goal, I'm not really sure yet, but I hope to come out of 2022 more connected to myself and my friends and my faith. Welcome to a year of holy interruptions. Come journey with me, or you know, don't. It's really up to you. Welcome back to another podcast. This is Sarah Spacek, and I am returning for part two of our little mini-series on having dreams and goals and accomplishing them with my dear friend, Hannah. Hello. Thank you for having me. Oh, absolutely. I had so much fun recording the last episode with you, and I have just been looking forward to getting port port two, (laughs) (laughs) to getting part two recorded and edited for everyone to hear because I think you have a lot of beautiful insight and wisdom and I love stealing it from you and sharing it (laughs) with other people. (laughs) You are too kind. Hannah, I don't know if you remember this story, but a few weeks ago I was at Biggs and I was looking out on the water and everyone else was playing volleyball. I don't even know if you were there because I probably would have been with you if you were. Maybe you were playing volleyball. Mm. I don't know. Doubtful. (laughs) That is highly doubtful. I'd be surprised, but you never know. It's Taylor's dream. (laughs) I was watching the waves come in and the sun was on the water and it just looked really like beautiful and I was in this kind of like very deep internal contemplative mood and I was just looking at the water and <laughs> I am just like thinking about life and all of a sudden I see something out of the corner of my eye. I kind of look down and there was this full size six foot man like <laughs> at my feet just laying there. I thought you were going to say it was a whale. <laughs> <laughs> no human being this beautiful man he's literally just like delivered to my door like almost on my toes which i hate toes so thankfully he didn't make it that far oh, but I like i looked down and it was just this grown-up man displayed <laughs> there he's probably like 25 and i was like uh, uh, hello <laughs> and we like had this little conversation and he ran back into the water and it was just weird. Wait, did he just get washed up? Yeah, he got washed up by a wave. That is he was so boogie boarding. Funny. And oh, so his board yeah. took him, but he like went straight towards me. And I didn't even know. Like I was so in my head that I kind of perceived something coming, but not a six foot tall man. Like <laughs> that would have been the perfect, like cute me or okay, me cute. <laughs> but that's exactly why I'm bringing this up because I am writing a book. I don't want to put Yay! that online. <laughs> Scary sentence. Once you put it, once you say that anywhere, then people know and hear about it. And I don't know if I'll ever publish this book. So do not any of you listeners hold me to this. But I am writing this book. And the the chapter I've been writing this week has been about meat cutes. I love that. And about how um, meat cutes are often like, I don't know, I love meat cutes. And I see them it happened in front of me a lot and I have a lot of like meet cute potential moments that have never gone anywhere but anyway just tying that kind of into the story it's been fun to include my own little pieces of my life everyone loves hearing those stories like those are just nobody hates a meet cute no is it cute meat or a meet cute I don't know I call them meet cutes meet cute yeah that sounds right but I feel like it could go either way Taylor and I had a good one I came in from a surfing lesson and I met him for the first time with a busted bloody lip and then like the side of my face was like raw and scraped and I was actually like bleeding on my face oh my god I met him for the first time so there you go wait why was he there we were meeting um him and then uh, his family friends John and Leslie Cobble 
for lunch, my old roommate and I, um, and yeah. And <laughs> that the was first the time moment we met. you met your husband. <laughs> I know, <it's> so <laughs> crazy. <laughs> but the reason I bring up meat cutes mm-hmm. and bring up my potential possibility of a book is that writing a book has never been one of my dreams, mm-hmm. but it's slowly becoming one. And I'm trying to just live into the, like, maybe I'm going to be an author. Mm-hmm. I, I don't that. know. We'll see. Like, like, why not? Why not? Why not write a book? I have interesting things to say sometimes. You have a very interesting life. Like, you say things sometimes, and I'm like, wait, 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 you did what? <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it's not so much that I have a very interesting life, just that I talk about the weird mm-hmm. things that happen to me a lot more than other people do. Hmm. Like, I just make sure people know about the weird stuff. I don't know. I think you do have an interesting life, though. Oh, thank I'm just you. just going to say it. I, I have very little control over that, but I appreciate it. <laughs> but today we are here to talk about dreams. And I want to start off by diving into the reality of what it looks like to follow your dreams and not so much how do I identify my dream, but what happens when you know what your dream is and you're going after it and you come face to face with some battles or frustrations in it. And I love this idea that in order to follow your dreams, you need to have the courage to be disliked. Mm, yeah, that's so true. And you have to be willing for people to be against you. Mm-hmm. You have to be willing to stand up for what you believe in and really keep pushing and fighting and working towards it and not be a people pleaser. Mm, because yeah. if you are trying to please any everyone, you will never arrive at your goal. It's so true. I think that's such a hard one too. Well, at least for me, because I'm I'm definitely a people pleaser. But I think just learning how to shut out some of the chatter and the opinions, it's just a good um, skill to have. But it's hard. It's way easier said than done. I definitely had some opinions about just from various people about moving to Maui. And I'm so glad I did. And I'm so glad I didn't let that influence my decision. So I think ultimately, you know um, what your gut is telling you. And I think that's powerful. And I think that intuition is powerful. So, yeah. And I think there's a balance too, because Mm -hmm. there are going to be people who just dislike you because of who you are and how you make them uncomfortable based on like their, well, uncomfortable is a strong word, but they will be in their comfort zone and Mm -hmm. you'll be in your comfort zone. And if you, start leaving your comfort zone you are changing their comfort zone mm-hmm. i said that word a lot in but it's <laughs> so sentence. true yeah but people some people will come against you not because of of you or your dream but how you're impacting them mm-hmm. and so being able to figure out who is voicing things that are genuine concerns or potential problems mm-hmm. that have my best interest at heart mm-hmm. And who is voicing things because they just don't like me or they don't like how my life is impacting theirs. And being able to differentiate Mm -hmm. is going to be very crucial because the people who have your best interest in heart, what they have to say is very important. Mm -hmm. And honestly, probably everything that they will say to kind of combat your idea, there is an element of truth to it Mm -hmm. that you need to look at. Yeah, I completely agree. I think it's so important. I think that's why God gave us that community to have people in our lives who will speak truth because it's so true that your friends can see sometimes what you're blind to. And if your emotions are attached to it, I think that's especially when we're a little bit more blinded to it. And I think it is important to have those people in your corner who will speak just loving truth to you. But yeah, it's It's hard differentiating that sometimes from people who might be 
projecting onto you. But I think you know. I think you know the people who are there to support you and they're, you know, giving you the hard truth because they love you and and when it's the opposite. So it's definitely important. And being disliked is uncomfortable. It really is. Yeah. It's not fun to look at someone and know that they do not like you. Mm -hmm. They do not want to be around you. They do not approve of your Mm -hmm. whatever. And it's it's kind of the worst. Mm -hmm. It's kind of the worst. I know. I think one thing that's helped me so much, I don't (laughs) I don't know what verse it is, but the one where it's saying we are here for God's approval, not man. Galatians 1.10. Am I now trying to win the approval of human beings or of God? Or am I trying to please people? If I were still trying to please people, I would not be a servant of Christ. So good. It's just, yeah, that verse I think I've come back to many times and it's just such a good reminder. And I think if you are in the word and you're in sync with God's will, it's just a comforting a comforting fact because I think also the opinion and approval of man is so fickle and I think it just changes all the time. It's not um, the end all be all. So it's a good reminder. Yeah. I think the second thing that kind of coincides with this that's really important to remember or deal with as mm-hmm. you are chasing your dreams and trying to get to where you want to go is don't act like you have it all figured out. <laughs> right. It's just straight up. Like, there is so much for you to learn. Yep. And you will learn it and you will have people who will teach you. That that shouldn't be an overwhelming fact. It should be a good thing that you have a lot to learn because it means you can only get better. It's so true. I love the C.S. Lewis quote where he's talking about sin. And I think he says, well, this is paraphrasing, but the only true failure is to sit down and be content in your sin. And I feel like that is along the theme of we all need constant refinement. I'll be 85 and I'll still need refining. So I think if you have that growth mindset, that's just the most important thing. I was reading Dream Big by Bob Goff and I loved what he had to say about this on page 15, if you want to find it. He said, Jesus never has a problem with people who know their shortcomings. He didn't tolerate rookies who pretended to have gone all pro and have it figured out, but were just faking it. Mm, I love that. I loved it too. And I love how God knows where we're at. Yep. And like authenticity is the best thing we can lean into. 100%. And being able to be like, you know what? I'm trying to write a book. And that's something that is very new to me. I have a lot of things to learn. And so I'm going out and I'm talking to people who've written books. I'm talking to people who teach English Mm -hmm. in colleges. I'm talking to people whose writings I enjoy and I'm listening to them speak at conferences and I'm reading what they've written and Mm -hmm. gathering knowledge and insight from what the people around me have done and the authors that I admire or Mm -hmm. want to write like I I am reading and kind of trying to ingest as much of their material as I can and I think that's a really important thing to do and I'm not trying to make myself sound like I have it figured out because I absolutely do not I (laughs) you know, don't act like you have it all figured out. I, I am <laughs> definitely not trying to do that. And if I sound like I am, I'm very sorry. Please don't listen to me. <laughs> but you're implementing the habits to become a good writer. Well, and the thing is, is that to accomplish your dreams, you just need to create a bunch of small steps mm-hmm. and small habits and routines that will get you to that end goal. Mm-hmm. And so it's not even that I need to sit down and write however many pages and them all be good Mm -hmm. I just need to every day write a few paragraphs edit a few paragraphs read a few pages of a book and try and like 
work a little harder at it. Mm -hmm. And over time as I do that, I will get better at it Mm -hmm. naturally. And then I can go back and edit the beginning again where I wasn't as good Mm -hmm. at it. And, you know, there are ways for me to accomplish that goal that seems really big with lots of little small Mm -hmm. habits and routines that will get me to that end goal eventually. That's so good that I'm reading Atomic Habits for the first time because you're amazing and (laughs) lent me the book. But that just blew my mind because I've never thought about it that way, that it's not your goal isn't your main focus. It's how you get to your goal and the systems. And I don't know, that just really blew my mind. It's just like such a such a true statement that you can have these lofty goals, but if you can't practically implement them in like small, tangible steps, then you're never going to get there. Like you're going to maybe do it for a week and then burn out which I've done many times, like with trying to learn Italian. (laughs) Do I know Italian? No. No. (laughs) But I will. (laughs) It will happen. And, you know, you learn a word a day. Mm -hmm. And in 365 days, you know 365 words in Italian. That's so true. You learn two words a day and you're flying. That's true. (laughs) Very true. Another aspect of the first point, you need to have courage to be disliked, is building understanding for yourself. And really trying to dive into where that desire to be liked comes from. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a natural thing. I think we all have instincts or if we can understand how we were shaped in our childhood Mm -hmm. and how we were built to crave approval from others will help you be able to set yourself free of that craving for approval. Yeah, I love what you said about how even just as a child, you would always hear, I'm so proud of you. And that kind of primes you to crave the approval of others and not you know you should be so proud of yourself for accomplishing this that was really good (laughs) that's one of my favorite things that I heard and Mm -hmm. I repeat it all the time especially interacting with children because children are just little humans who have big dreams and they're gonna fight for them too yep they're sponges I feel like they absorb everything too and they're so smart yes so smart we do not give them enough credit it's very true but that That shift of I'm so proud of you versus you must be so proud of yourself Mm -hmm. lets them see, oh, I can take pride and take delight in the fact that I did this Mm -hmm. and then I get to share it with you versus it being I'm so proud of you gives the other person the power and you know what I mean? It's like the Pavlov dog experiment where he rings a bell and the dogs get a treat and they start salivating every time they hear the bell. It's like the same thing like you just start priming your brain to crave that approval. Like every time you do something good, you're not, at least for me, I wasn't thinking about how I felt about it or how it satisfied me. It was more, I think, my parents and if they were proud of me for doing X, Y, or Z. Yeah, and I think there is also an element of that where you need to know that your parents are proud of you. Yes, that's true. (laughs) It's not an either or. Mm -hmm. But I think the way we phrase things to other people is very, very important, Mm -hmm. where the emphasis is on them and their accomplishments and not how you perceive it, especially with shaping little minds. Yes. Just to give a practical application to the side of this, if you're someone who grew up hearing I'm so proud of you and never hearing you must be so proud of yourself. If you're someone who has always had the emphasis of those type of statements on someone else's response to you, Mm -hmm. I'd recommend filtering through some of your bigger life highlights from when you were a kid to present time and recognizing the ways in which you are genuinely proud of what you did. Mm, Yeah, I like that. And being able to write it out in a journal or talk to someone if you're a verbal processor but really look at something and say no I worked for that 
And I put the time and the energy and the effort and I succeeded. And being able to look at yourself and kind of give yourself a little pat on the back Mm -hmm. and say, way to go me. Mm -hmm. Because you're worthy of celebrating. Mm -hmm. And if you were raised to be someone that instead of being able or given the space to celebrate yourself, it was just other people celebrating you. It's really important to be able to celebrate the accomplishments you've made. I agree. I like that example that's so practical. And I don't know why, but I think for so long, I was just resisting journaling. I just really didn't believe that it would help. And I just kind of thought it's like, you know, this little thing you go do. And I don't know, I just never felt the pull to go do it. But then I finally, like two years ago, started journaling and I did that. And I would write down And even if I didn't feel it in the moment, like I didn't feel particularly proud of myself for X, Y, and Z. And I think I was, I have the tendency to be way harder on myself than I am, you know, proud of myself, or at least I used to be. But I think writing out and it's kind of faking it until you make it or fake it till you believe it. But just writing out the things that you are proud of slash I would tie it into like a gratitude list for Mm -hmm. God, you know, like I accomplished X, Y, and Z, and I'm grateful that God put xyz in my life to allow me to do this so i think over time you know the more that you just say it it really becomes a part of who you are but sometimes it takes doing actions like that and and it won't feel groundbreaking the first few times but i think over time it really um it starts to sink in and it becomes part of your identity and who you are absolutely i find that if i can sit down and process even small little memories, like every once in a while I'll do something and it will trigger a memory mm-hmm. and I'll have no idea why that memory is there or if there's any relevance to it. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times I'll write it out and I'll just like think about where I was that time and I'll remember and I'll figure out how it's connected to something. And oh, that's so cool. it's just really powerful to be able to understand your past a little bit better Mm -hmm. because your past informs your future Mm. oh my gosh yes that's so good which means your present is informing your future (laughs) and so so being able to like look at your past to adjust your present in order to change your future Mm -hmm. can only benefit you it's so true and i think i mean you hear that from every person i try to think of a good example but a lot of the ted talks i listen to these guys are like yeah i sit down and i write it out like there's a reason why it's been proven that it's such a good thing for our brains and just processing your feelings. And I think if you struggle with people pleasing, like I do, sometimes I even really struggle with figuring out how I actually feel about a situation because I'm focused on the emotions of somebody else. And so it has definitely helped me, I think, just work through that and decipher how I truly feel about something. It makes me think, too, of how we'll listen to TED Talks and see people who are at where they want to be. Yes. (laughs) And obviously, they're still working and growing and whatnot, but they've kind of arrived to an element of their dream. And I think it's easy to sit in your life and look at all the things you haven't done, or you look at the people-pleasing in yourself and go, oh, that's so annoying. Mm -hmm. But if you continue to live each day like you did the day before, you will never find change. Yeah, that's so true. Yep, just living, not living in your past, but what do they say? The definition of insanity is just repeating the same thing over and over and expecting change. Yes. That's crazy, but... Yeah, I mean, that's so true. I think if you just live every single day like you did before, you can have all these lofty dreams and goals and ambitions, but nothing's going to change. And that change can be as simple as waking up, brushing your teeth Mm -hmm. and looking at yourself in the mirror and saying, I am proud of you for getting up on time. Yeah. 
I am proud of you for getting your work done yesterday. I'm proud of you for getting that workout in. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have to be a huge change. Like it's the small changes Mm -hmm. that bring us to our big dreams. Mm -hmm. But those are the type of things that will help create a healthy mindset in you that will help also declutter the voices and the opinions and the people-pleasing tendencies or whatever that is ingrained in your brain and ingrained mm-hmm. in your system. It'll it'll help you let go of that a little bit mm-hmm. as you make space for like being excited mm-hmm. about yourself and your life. And, and honestly, I think excitement is so key to change because mm-hmm. if you are excited to see something happen, you will start doing it. I really like that. I think what you said about making space in your brain is so important because when we hold on to the past or hold on to these bad habits, they weigh you down so much more than you realize. I know when I have those days where like something is nagging at me that I'm not letting go of. And then it's like eight o'clock. I'm like, where did my day go? But so much of it was I just spent so much energy on something that wasn't benefiting me. So it's definitely a skill to hone. I think it's hard to let go, but it's just so fruitful when you are able to do that. Yeah. And I think about what you give your attention to. Like what do you allow to speak into your life and I mean this might be harsh but we spend hours on our phones Mm -hmm. TikTok Instagram Pinterest I don't know what your form of you know honestly addiction is yeah no it's (laughs) true TikTok gets me it's bad (laughs) but if you look at your screen time and see how many hours this past week you have spent on social media on that puzzle game on Mm -hmm. whatever it is imagine if you had taken those hours And put it towards whatever your dream is. That's so true. I think it comes out on Sunday, your screen report. Every time I see that, I'm like, oh, no. (laughs) Like, What have I done with my life? Yep. And it's living proof that you have the time. Yep. That is so true. You have the time. You're just not prioritizing it. Yep. Amen. Oh, my gosh. The phone thing, I could, we should do a whole nother podcast about that. Like the social (laughs) dilemma. (laughs) Yes. I would challenge you to stop making excuses. Mm -hmm. You have the time. Mm -hmm. You have the energy. You have the space. It's not easy to figure out where it is, but you have just as much time in your day as Elon Musk Mm -hmm. does. That's so true. He worked for it. He did, for sure. And he took the time to learn. Like, Elon Musk was a child. Mm Mm-hmm. He was little, he didn't know how to do it, and he asked questions and he got to where he was. Mm -hmm. I'm pulling a random name out, fill in whatever influential... Taylor Swift was a Mm -hmm. child and she wanted to sing songs and play guitar and so she did it. Mm -hmm. And she took actions and was brave and, Mm -hmm. and sought a teacher to teach her guitar and all those different things. Like She took tiny steps and over the years learned how to play the guitar so well that when she had someone listening to her... They were like, yeah, I can I can work with you and make you big. That's such a good point. I think we view these really successful people as maybe sometimes they stumbled onto it or like, oh, I wish I had thought of that and done that. And like, you know, things just happen to these people to make them successful. But you're right. Like they started out like we are no different mm-hmm. from any of these people. But the difference is that they implemented those habits and changes in their life to really go after it. Well, and the crazy thing too is if you start implementing your habits, that first one will become automatic. Yeah. So then you add on a new one and then you add on a new one mm-hmm. and you just keep, it's like rolling interest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> you can just example. keep adding more and more and more and it'll become more and more automated and your life will become easier. Yeah, that's so true. Because you're not having to think about 
XYZ every single day. Yeah. You know what your habits are. You know you're going to learn one word of Italian a day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you know whatever it is that's just part of your daily routine. Mm-hmm. And so then those things aren't taking up clutter in yeah. your brain. They're not taking up mental space. And I think, honestly, people spend so much of their lives filling their head with worry, mm-hmm. which that is a natural human thing. I'm not trying to blame people or call people out for it. But there is an element to which the Lord did not give you a heart of fear. Yeah, that's so true. And so there is something to listening to your fears Mm -hmm. in terms of like, okay, maybe I shouldn't jump off this 100 foot cliff. Mm -hmm. Like those are valid fears. But the fear that says, I always had this dream and then I had a child and I, I can't write a book now that's not a valid fear yeah i agree it's just a lie from the enemy it's a lie from the enemy stuck yeah and it'll be hard you might get less sleep than you're already getting you Mm -hmm. might have to hire a babysitter for two hours that you can hide out in one of the bedrooms or go Mm -hmm. to a coffee shop and the kid stays home like Mm -hmm. it's not easy to do both things but it will never be easy yeah that's there will never ever be a time in your life where it is easy to accomplish your goals it will never be convenient Mm -hmm. and yet you can do it yeah no it's so true i mean i'll just brag on taylor like he is starting a nonprofit right now and he has no time like he's already so busy he works so much but he is waking up like two hours earlier in his day to like get his run in and then to be able to like dedicate time to this there is time like there's always a way and he is cutting out the things in his life that are keeping him from that. Like he's just being ruthless with, you know, where can I cut out distractions and, you know, what time do I have to dedicate to this in between all of my other jobs that I do? And and he's like doing an incredible job. So I feel like that's something that's been inspiring to me too, just shutting out the lies from the enemy that you don't have time or that, you know, for this day, like you don't really feel like it. So maybe it is just better to just sit there and scroll on TikTok and do the comfortable thing. But I think that change is always uncomfortable, but then the results are just so much better. So, And I love that you're being his cheerleader and his encourager in that because mm-hmm. a lot of what we've talked about this episode is very like personal and yeah. um, how can you do things. But look around at your community yeah. and applaud the people who are doing the hard work. Yeah who are putting the time in now with very little result. And that will motivate you to keep going. It'll That's motivate so them because they'll feel encouraged. And then you'll be encouraged by mm-hmm. their response. That's so true. <laughs> it's just mutually beneficial. Yeah, it really is. Well, it's like the verse, like building each other up. I feel like that's the definition of that. Yeah, absolutely. So good. Yep. So if you were able to make it to the end of the podcast, I hope that you have recognized that you need to have the courage to be disliked. Mm-hmm. That you do not have to have it all figured out. You especially don't have to act like you have it all figured out. You can change your life. Mm -hmm. And you can do it in so many ways. And you are allowed to be proud of yourself. And you are allowed to take time to follow your dreams. Mm -hmm. And you're not stuck. You are not stuck. Amen. I love it. Amen. Anything else you would like to add before we close out? No, just thanks for having me. Bye. Bye.